welcome. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to It's Real Life, guys, a podcast by me, Jayla Camille. Jayla Camille is I. I hope you guys are having a good day, good evening, good morning. Whenever you are listening to this, have a good day. Enjoy life. Live your best life to the fullest. I am rooting on you. We are all rooting on you. Anyways. But before we get started into this podcast episode, you already know what I'm about to say. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to their YouTube channel, A Word From Jay. Add me on Snapchat at YoungJC, Y-U-N-G-J-A-Y-C. Follow me on Instagram at A Word From Jay, periods between each word. And don't forget to like my Facebook page. That is also A Word From Jay. And Most importantly, screenshot you listening to this podcast right now. And don't forget to like and tag me and post and comment all types of feedback in your stories or Instagram or any of your social media sites. Don't forget to tag me um, any way possible and let me know so I can thank you guys. Um, If you looked at this topic title on this episode, you see we are talking about depression and drugs, um, something that I have my own experiences with and something that I thought was probably important to talk on, to speak on, just because the fact that I know a lot of people struggle with this and I was just like, what better way than to put it into a podcast episode? So, um... I kind of want to start off with some questions about um, depression and drugs just so that you can be thinking about those as you're listening. Also, um, I might reiterate them at the end. But um, so first off, I just wanted to be like, um, just wanted to let you know, sorry, I was kind of thrown off for a second looking at something in my room, but, um, what makes you feel the need to use drugs or to hide um, use them to hide or take away the pain? Or, um, do you even realize that after you, after the euphoria is gone, um, we still endure, you still endure the same pain. And so I just want to know that, um, know like in what ways does it control your life? So think about those questions as we dive into this podcast and, um, I did want to start off by letting you know what depression was. If some of you guys did not know what it was, depression is a loss of interest in activities causing significant impairment in daily life, basically. So you lose lack of motivation and drive to do things. You sleep a lot. Um, Sometimes you might have insomnia. Um, I know for me, I have insomnia and I don't sleep, so I can stay up like 48 hours and then go to sleep and crash for I don't even know how long and things like that. So it can definitely have wear and tear on your life as well as um, physical state. But um, about this, sorry if I am smacking on this gum. I am so sorry, but my mouth was dry talking and I just was like, I cannot. <laughs> But I'm going to try to put it in the back on the other side of my teeth so that I don't mess with it. Anyways, um, so this is definitely something that I've struggled with for a while now. It's um, definitely, I would call it a silent killer and a dark, um, 
emotional time that I don't wish on anyone. Uh, but just like everything in life, some things we just can't control. So like for me, depression came into my life the worst, probably around the age of 16 or 17. And I had started like dating heavy. It was probably after my breakup with this guy I'd been with for almost a year. And I think that the way things ended, I had never just had that happen before. So I just didn't know how to deal with it. And I had lost my virginity to a guy I had been on and off talking to for a few years. And I think things really hit hard then on what depression really was. Um, In one of my previous episodes I recorded, I had spoke on self-worth. And at that time, my depression um, got bad and all my self-worth was gone as well. Um, it wasn't necessary the actual time of the sex, uh, more so than it was the things that took place right after. So I've just always dealt with that. I, it's like always in the back of my head. And so I dealt with finding out that, you know, he had been cheating the whole time with the mother of his child. And that came with so, uh, so much unnecessary drama, you know, like drama that turned into almost physical altercations with the mother of his child, as well as dealing with, uh, her actually coming to my job and staring me down while behind the counter for what I have no idea. (laughs) I was just like, bro, you really tripping right now. And, um, Things went on and on, and although I broke all contact for a while during that time, I had gotten closer with one of my close friends, and we ended up getting into a relationship, which ended pretty swiftly, um, just because as um, I realized the minute like we had had sex, that although it was good, <laughs> we were just better off as friends, and I'm grateful for him being accepting of that. Like We're still like the best of friends to this day. I love that dude to death. So shout out to KD. Just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> but um, so the guy I spoke on who I was with for almost a year. Um, he had just he had got back into contact with me at the time, and we tried to rekindle the relationship. And I wanted to be honest with him about who um I had last talked to, but when I told him he who the person was. He completely like had flipped out while in class in front of everyone where he lives. And because we lived in two different uh, towns, he stayed in one town that was like 30 minutes away from where I grew up. And so um, it was just, yeah, we weren't at the same schools and he flipped out in class about it. And um, basically he turned around what I had told him. And so instead I was now being called a hoe, you know, being laughed at, being humiliated by people I didn't even know, all because of what he had told them. And so when he finally didn't, uh, when he finally did hear me out again, I didn't truly have the energy left in me to even say anything to him. Um, He had broken me down to the point of feeling so suicidal. I can't even count the amount of times I wanted to drive my car off the side of the road, Um, especially, um, how many times I popped a bunch of sleeping pills, hoping not to wake up the next day. It was that crucial. Um, as time progressed, things were up and down with my mood, but I knew that the minute I graduated high school, I was going to be out of the town 
I was like, bruh, I'm leaving. I can't because it was so much like this whole drama went on from literally like, I don't even, what was that? Junior, junior year into junior summer going into senior year. And it was just like, by the time senior year ended, I was ready to go. Like it was probably like a month after graduation. I was, I was gone. But, um, like I said, as time progressed and things were up and down, I had never got into any drugs that were hardcore, but weed did play a role in my life. Um, I would smoke more and more when I wanted to get out of my own head and um, be in another world. But I realized pretty quickly that being under the influence of anything uh, doesn't take away the problems that you once had. Instead, it pushes them farther deep down and, in a sense, causes us to become even more depressed, anxious, and uh, even resentful in a sense, because it causes, uh, like for me, um, I just felt more worthless. Uh, like I couldn't understand why things in my life were going the way they were going and, uh, why people thought of me the way that they did, um, or why they even would treat me the way they did or why I would even allow those things to happen. And so, um, I actually had ended up when I had moved to my new place, um, in my new town and everything, things were good for a while. You know, I didn't get into any more, like I stopped smoking weed and stuff for a while. And, um, I had got into a relationship. Um, now that relationship was toxic and it lasted like three and a half years, but um, if you are on my YouTube channel, you can listen to that story on there. It's the episode about, um, admitting myself into the mental facility because of my ex. So, um, I won't go into detail about that, but after the breakup and things, things was all right, but that was three and a half years of my life that I'm trying to grieve and process, um, all the time that I spent. And so I had my days, I have ups and downs and things. And, um, I met some friends when I was in that mental facility and they were cool and, you know, they had their own issues as well. And, um, I just ended up smoking again, like, because one of my friends, they, um, they was like wanting to try to smoke weed again to get rid of some of their anxiety. And so we was like, all right, cool. And so we got some, and then we like got a bunch of it at the time and we split it in between us and then split the cost. And then like, I was actually kind of like, just like giving mine away. Cause I was like, I'm not going to smoke all of this. So I just was like, nah. And so I ended up like, once it was all on my half was all going and stuff. I was like, all right, cool. Forget it. I'm good. But then I met some people at a job I was working and um, I linked up with them, started talking to them kind of heavy and hanging around them a lot. And um, we linked up one day and we were supposed to have a barbecue and some friends was over and things like that. And things just took a turn for the worse. I was actually in the kitchen in the middle of like seasoning the meat for them that they were finna throw on the grill. And I had had like a a glass of wine. I had only took like a couple sips out of it. And I had, um, I smoked a little bit of the, um, blunt that they had going around. And I also had ate 
not even a half a piece of a edible cookie and all hell broke loose. So um, I went to go sit down. And if you've ever seen that movie, Get Out, when dude went into a sunken place, yes, this was it. At this moment, I had went into a sunken place and it was crazy because it was like my life was flashing before my eyes. It was like I was on a roller coaster that was real colorful. I was going all over the place. I think I had eventually, yeah, I had eventually um, thrown up like crazy. But I'm, I'm like literally unconscious almost at this point, barely conscious when I'm throwing up all over their couch and like um, trash can. And when I came back into consciousness, because I threw up for a good like five minutes straight, it just kept flowing. It was ridiculous. So then um, they was like laughing when I came back into consciousness. They was laughing. And then it was a daze. And they was like, um, you know, you ready to get in the shower or something now? And I was just like, okay, yeah. And then um they took me to the shower and stuff, but I remember being scared of them taking advantage of me or something like that. So I barely was like really bathing properly because I'm so busy, paranoid as shit in the shower that I'm like turning my back this way, that way, like left and right, just not knowing who's going to come into the shower. So I finally get out and I lay down and my body is shaking uncontrollably almost to the point where it was like I was I was drowning but I was not in water but I could not breathe and stuff and I was shaking bad and um I told them at that point I was like you know call the police because I didn't know what was going on and so it just um it was a lot and they never ended up calling the cops so they ended up actually just putting me in the car and riding me around until I came back into consciousness. But every time I came back into consciousness, it would only be for like a second or two and I would fall back again or something like that. And so I remember waking up and being in the car and being in the middle of I don't even know where, but it was just grass and fucking trees and stuff. And I was just like, where are we at? Where are we at? And they was on the phone with somebody and they just kept saying, you know, like she keeps saying, where are we at? And I don't know what to do. And da, 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 da. And, um, when I went back out of consciousness at that point, um, it was like, God threw me all the way back until where I wasn't even born yet. My flashbacks was going back all the way to the point where I wasn't even born or like nobody was even on earth yet. It was like literally in my head, all I'm saying is the desert with nothing around and nobody. And it, before I got there, it was like a whole bunch of flashbacks of my whole life all the way until, like I said, before I was born. And so it was like he was trying to take me through everything that he had given me from this point uh, forward. Um, and so... um when I got back into consciousness, we was back at the house and they tried to take me back inside. And then 
um, they thought maybe it was just I took a hot shower and I needed to take a cold. So they were trying to put me back in the shower. And I just was like, okay, what is going on? Why haven't the cops came? What? I don't get it. Thinking in my head this stuff. And so then like they helped me unclothe my shirt at least. And then like, I just was like, no, no, wait, I need to walk. And so they was like, one person was like holding on to my arm or something. And another person was like behind me. And then I was just walking through the hallway, but I didn't have clothes on. And then I tried to like run to the door and get out. But they was like, no, no, no. I didn't realize they were trying to say no, because I didn't have clothes on a shirt. But I was just like, no, you're trying to trap me. So I like punched the shit out of somebody in their face and then ran out the house screaming for help all the way around the corner to the next street. And they actually had like got in their car trying to come chase after me and put me back in the car and people were watching. And I was like, no, don't let them take me. Like, it's just too much. And, um, I just uh, ended up passing out on somebody's yard because they ended up just running off and leaving me there because some of them were on papers already. And so they was like, look, we can't be doing all of this. This is too much. And so um, they just left me and somebody finally just uh, called the cops themselves and had somebody come out there. So... That was fine. I ended up into the hospital and unconscious, though, for three days. Um, and I had ended up, you know, getting in trouble with the law because um, I had a glass pipe in my purse that I was smoking my weed out of. So, um I got in trouble for that, but um, everything cleared up and stuff after they figured out what had happened and things like that. So I got in trouble for that, but it was, uh, they, that was nothing but God, really, because once they figured out the severity of what happened and things like that, they understood, I guess you could say. And then it just was, you know, I guess, okay from there, but. I'm telling you this story um, because these people, you know, after that, they pretty much fled the scene, went their own way and stuff. But I did not trust anybody after that because um, you can't trust everything that people put into um, your drug of choice. And so um, I say this all to say that drugs do not solve your problems or your issues that you might be going through. They only suppress them. And so we think that we're using them, yes, because they feel good in the moment to not think um, about what might be going on in our lives, but really we should learn how to embrace our vulnerability and get away from our pridefulness and actually find ways to cope that are healthier ways of coping with the issues that we go through in life. Um, if you want to know a little more about my episode, um, my, um, 
episode that I had with um, the drugs or whatever, um, you can definitely check out my YouTube channel where I discuss it a little more. And um, also um, the depression and how I got into the mental facility. Um, I'll probably speak on that on another episode as well. And um, I just appreciate you all for listening into this and realizing um, and hopefully taking something from this story because um, it's not a good feeling when it's a bad episode like this. And I I never would wish that on anybody, honestly. Um, To this day, I am so uneasy around people that do drugs. Even if it's just weed, I am uncomfortable. Um, I don't mind it, but I'm uncomfortable. In my head, I'm real uncomfortable about it. Um, it brings back flashbacks, especially if it's like people I'm around that I don't really know. Um, and, you know, drinking, um, you know, just like anything else, there's limits to anything that you do. And I just am like, do not use and abuse these drugs or uh, alcohol for the wrong reasons. Okay, have a beer or two here and there, but don't sit up and become an alcoholic. You know, maybe you want to smoke a blunt here or there, but don't sit up and smoke every day to the point where nobody even remembers whenever you're sober. You know what I mean? Because not only does it take a toll in your life, but it takes a toll on the people around you that associate their themselves with you as well. And I don't think that a lot of people think about those things, but I wanted to at least express my opinion on it. So like I said, thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you all enjoyed and got something from this. Don't forget to screenshot you listening to the podcast and sharing and tagging me in it. Um, Follow me on all social media, and um, I cannot wait for you guys to tune in to the next episode of It's Real Life. Thanks.